With last week's games in the books, it's time to place wagers for the upcoming week of sports. There's no better way of being a part of the game like Action 24-7's app, the official sports booking site for the Full Sport Press Podcast. Get into the game right from your couch. It's pretty simple. Just download the Action 24-7 app, create your profile, and use code FSP100. That's code FSP100. Only the Action 24-7 app. Eligibility restriction applied. See action247.com for more details. Remember, game responsibly for promotional use only. Everything paid for. We did a lot for the wins. Came in a drop on the 10. Now we on top, top once again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had to tighten the plan. Yeah, I got it right in the end. Now we on top, top once again. I don't want it if it ain't love. If it ain't get it away from me. Who you gon' jack if it ain't us? LABB to the bakery. Some niggas mad that I came up. I know my granny gon' pray for me. It was just us in the vacancy. We had to get it from A to B. Wheels never felt like this. Two seats in the hills, how feel righteous. Blue sheets for the mills for the You are now listening to the Full Sport Press Podcast, featuring hosts Jay Hove, Chef, Wheezy, and Coach Locke. Please enjoy the show. Greetings and salutations. I would like to welcome everybody back and some of you for the first time to the Full Sport Press Podcast, the premier sports podcast. For the consummate sports fan, and this is your one-stop shop for all sports-related news and topics. Before we get started, I am Jay Ho. Jeff's out on assignment. Weezy in the building. Say what's up, Weezy. What it do? What it do? What it do? Oh, wow, baby. Coach Lock back in the building. Say what's up, Cal. What's happening? What's happening? What's happening, fellas? How is everybody doing? We here, man. We here. You know what I'm saying? Burning the midnight oil. Got to burn. Got to burn some time. Sure. No. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Hey, Coach, we, you know, we the only people doing two a days, huh? I guess so, man. Episode 351, we are debating who had the best career and the most popular NFL jerseys in NFL history. FSP style. Always FSP style. You better damn know it. You better damn believe it. Let's kick it off, man. Best of the week, Coach Lock. What you got? <laughs> oh, man. My best of the week is Twitter, man. Just Twitter. You know, a lot of things going on Twitter. You know, that's circulating around. A lot of things that everybody's doing. Everybody's watching. Just going to say Twitter. All right. All right. Not getting specific. Lock. Heard you. Heard you. Heard you. Uh, Weezy, what you got, man? My best of the week was, mm-hmm. the, uh, was the run by Lamar Jackson this weekend. I guess my Titans. That was a good run, a quarterback run. That was a, that was my best of the week. I ain't. I, I think that 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 run single handedly won them the game. That was my best of the week. I get part ways. Yeah, I see. I wouldn't have done that. You're a better man than me. My best of the week are new hires, man. The Washington Wizards have promoted Amber Nichols to general manager of their G League affiliate, the Capital City Go Go. She joins Tori Miller, GM of the Atlanta Hawks affiliate, the CP Skyhawks as the only two women to serve as GMs in the G League. So shout out to both of those ladies, both African-American ladies doing very big things, man. Shout out to both of them. Let's move on to worst of the week. Weezy, what you got? What's your worst of the week? 
My words of the week is uh, one of my co-hosts here uh decided to uh break a break a, an unwritten rule in the group chat this weekend. Titans football game was over with, and uh he decided to lash out and kind of let me have it right before the game was over with. But he decided to, you know what? Hey, Weezy, Deshaun Watson went through interception like that, would he? And uh, it was it was a little un- uncharacteristic of him. That's, uncharacteristic. that's not the word. Uncharacteristic. No, nah, you didn't say that the first time. Yeah, it's a little uncharacteristic of him. So uh, that's my worst of the week, man. Mm, sure. I got a question. Did he lie? Ooh. He damn right he lied. Oh, okay. Hey, I guess he hey. Damn. Be like that sometimes. I Ooh, guess. Oh Lord. Let's yeah, let's just move ooh, on. Ooh, ooh. Ooh, he he doubled down, didn't he? <laughs> <laughs> Shit, that midnight oil. Uh, Coach Lot, what you got? Worst of the week, bit out. Man, my worst of the week. I'm gonna keep it in NFL, man. We lost our defensive coordinator, the Niners, man. Lost Robert Sally. I mean, it's expected. You know, he's been doing a great job all this time, man. And that's what they do. Coordinator coordinators do great jobs, and they go get head jobs. So it's bittersweet. I'm gonna miss him, but it's a step up for him. So salute to him. I hope he does a good job, man. Sure, shout to Rob, man. He did a great job with that defense, especially being depleted like it was for sure. Yes, sir. My worst of the week is George Hill, man. He was told about the new NBA protocols, and he said, and I quote, "If I want to go see my family, I'm gonna go see my family. They can't tell me that I have to stay in the room 24/7. If it's that serious, then maybe we shouldn't be playing. It's life." No one's going to be able to cancel their whole life for a game. That's how I think about it. Hey, end quote. Now, George, you can pay $14 million a year. And people are dying because of your selfish thoughts. You selfish prick. Pack him up. And that's the reason. People blame J.R. Smith? No. George Hill is the reason that they lost that championship. Uh-uh. Oh, is uh-uh. he, ref- he, he missed the free throws. What are you talking about? He did miss the free throw. He don't miss the free throw. They're not in that position. True. Is he talking? He, he can't be talking about immediate family, though, right? No, no. He's talking about his family. He's talking about his parents and shit. Okay. Okay. Well, yeah, you know. Um, Back him up. Yeah, it's tricky. It's tricky for sure. Now, make sure you check us out on iTunes, Facebook, IG, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, Beyond Pod, YouTube, and of course, the SoundCloud page to catch up on the full archive of past episodes of FSP. How do you do that? Just search for Sport Press Podcast. When you get through doing that, make sure you check out the On Deck TV Hip Hop Podcast with Animal Brown and Spike Lou every Wednesday. Their latest issue is up, the 20 Years Later 2001 Revisited episode. So y'all make sure y'all check that out as they go back into the time machine, as they like to say, and talk about things that came out in 2001. It's a good year of hip-hop right there. Really solid year. One yeah. of the better years in hip-hop, too, man. Great show, man. Shout out to the guys. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Moving on to me and my dog, Animal Brown. Fresher Than Your Average Podcast, man. Self-help fashion podcast directly related to improving everyday fashion. Pull up on us on the IG page where we have our Would You Rocks. Pull up on us on YouTube.com slash Realville. Also, we have a new podcast up. It's an issue for January 2021. The uh, fear of God effect for sure, man. So check us out, man. Don't forget to wear your kicks, man. Cop responsible. Hey, when y'all gonna put y'all cell phone or would you rock not? Hey, hey, <laughs> soon. 
Hey, listen, hey. your boy vaccined hey. up, so hey, we're oh, gonna be getting some fits off, son. Hey, it's about that time. Reed Walker, it's about that time. Hey, it's hey. about that time. Hey, hey. it's about going that time. Down. Hey, it's going yeah. down. Menagerie <laughs> folk, they know what's up with that. Yeah, I'm for sure. Most definitely, man. Also, don't forget to support the Realville Family Patreon page. Features full sport press on deck TV, fresher than your average, and much, much more. Be on the lookout to join the Patreon page. Episodes up right now. Support the team. Support the real, for sure. Also, we still have a newsletter. Comes out every Wednesday. Appreciate uh, everybody that signed up. We need more people to sign up, for sure. And on top of that, man, don't forget to come to YouTube.com slash Full Sport Press. Pull up on the YouTube page, most definitely. Just moving right along. Now, tweet us with the questions throughout the week at Full Sport Press. Don't forget to comment. Give us a thumbs up or a thumbs down on the YouTube page, on the iTunes page. Please rate and subscribe. But more importantly, don't forget to tell a friend. To tell a friend. Tell a friend. That the revolution will be podcasting. And before we start the first half, Weezy, do you have a yellow box of Cheerios award recipient for the listeners? I do. This week's award recipient is none other than former NBA player Lamar Odom. For sure. Hello, man. 41-year-old Lamar Odom has survived tremendous amounts of adversity in his life. And he's all too familiar with putting up a fight. The former Los Angeles Lakers star two-time NBA champion, will now be bringing that fighting attitude inside a boxing ring. Odom announced that he signed a deal with Celebrity Boxing Entertainment and will be engaging in a boxing match on June the 12th at the Showboat Casino in Atlantic City. And celebrity Boxing creator, CEO Damon Feldman, said the six-foot-ten-inch Lamar Odom will be matched against another big-name celebrity. Odom's last athletic reboot, was a short-lived one in July 2019 where he attempted to play basketball in the big three, but Odom was, quote, not up to it from a competitive standpoint. Hello. You going to get your ass knocked out like Nate playing. See, this is what I'm saying. You 6'10", right? Mm-hmm. It's easy to catch a 6'10". Mm-hmm. Straight he, uppercut. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Oh, you and can. They're not going to put you in there with somebody that's 5'8". They're going to get somebody in there that's going to be 6'5", six, 6'6", six, six, and they're going to knock your ass out. Listen, Elo, you beat a lot of stuff in your life, dog. Quit gambling. Quit, quit playing. You see what he did? Nate just woke up. Have we not learned from Nate Robinson? I know what he's doing. You and me both. But you don't get a back like that, Elo. <laughs> <laughs> you don't get back, back like it. Now they back. He back. He back. Uh, Are you talking he about Chloe? You talking about Chloe? Yeah. He, you don't get a back like that, Elo. Uh, I know what you're doing. Yeah. But it's over with. <laughs> pack it up. Pack it up. Pack it up. It's over it with. Yeah, pack it about the good times. <laughs> Keep the pictures in your phone, but you don't get a back like that. I was, uh, what, what, I was, <laughs> uh, you getting that out there, Elo? Yeah, I dropped off that low. I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll drop it out. I need to holler at him. <laughs> hey, Coach, we said he kept the pictures. <laughs> 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 he said, let me do the pictures. <laughs> the midnight oil tan his ass up too, man. <laughs> you guys ready to get started the first half? <laughs> yeah, man, let's do it. Hey, you wildin'. The first half is underway. Full sport First half, the hottest sports news of the past week, like we do each and every week here at the Full Sport Press Podcast. Before we get started, I am Jay Ho. It's your man, Coach Lop. It's your boy, Weezy. What do you do? 
Weezy, where can they find you at on social media, my brother? FSP underscore Weezy on IG, and I'm at Weezy on Twitter. I love me. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Coach Lott, what about you, buddy? Man, I'm same thing on IG and Twitter. Lock underscore the underscore great. That's T-H-A. Get at me. Yeah, yeah. And I'm J-Hove on Instagram and Twitter. Let's have a conversation on Twitter, man. Most definitely. We'll kick the first half off, man, with some college football talk. Monday night's college football playoff national championship game showed Alabama is the best in the land with a 52-24 Crimson Tide win. The Buckeyes were depleted with coronavirus-related absences and injuries, but it was obvious Alabama was the best team in the nation as it showed all year. Shout out to the SEC. There were plenty of highlights and lowlights from Monday's action, so let's take a look at some of the title game's biggest winners and losers. So off the winner, Weezy, who you got? Who's your first winner? My first one, I'm not going to go with the obvious because I'm sure somebody got else got him. I'm going to go with Najee Harris, man. Uh, I think he solidified himself as maybe one of the best backs, maybe the best back in college football. I don't know if he came out. I don't know if he came out yet, but. He just a junior. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's one of my winners, Najee Harris, man. All right, one of my winners, Christian uh, Barmore, man, the defensive player of the game. The dominant performance he had played himself right into the first round of the NFL draft. He's a redshirt sophomore who had five tackles, two tackles for a loss and a sack. They thought that he was going to come in, and, you know, he was on the draft board. He was on people's radar, but not like this. He literally played himself into first round big money, and he probably won't come back anymore. Yeah, um, my first winner is Justin Fields. I just think he wouldn't have to worry about going to the Jets now. That was my worry about him going to the Jets. And it's as foolish as that sounds. You know, you want to be the number one, number two pick. But people really think Zach Wilson is better than this kid. He only lost two football games in his entire college football career as a starter. Now, two, two. It was a revenge game against um, Clemson. He outperformed the, you know, the golden boy for sure. So through less than 10 picks his entire career. You pass on him is like passing on Deshaun Watson. I pray that he falls all the way to 12 to San Francisco. Um, that's wishful thinking. He won't. Him, Trey Lance, are going to look great in their workouts. They'll be top five, top ten picks, man. But um, shout out to Justin Fields, man. Just going to be a great NFL player for sure. Another winner. Who you got, coach? The other one is Nick Saban, man. He won his seventh national championship. He's sixth with Alabama, which put him ahead of Bear Bryant for the most ever. So that basically just solidified him as the greatest college football ever. He wasn't in his shadow, but he was tied. So to get that last championship to pass him, it just solidified his career. He'll have a statue outside of the stadium, just like Bear Bryant when it's all said and done. He already got that, Coach. He already got one of them. That's true. He does. He's right. <laughs> he might get two of them. Yeah, yeah, he might get two. Yeah, he might get one. Like Kobe finna have two. You know what I'm saying? Two different times for sure. What you got, Weezy? Uh, I was going to go with Nick Saban, but I'm going to go with Devontae Smith, man, the wide receiver. 212 yards in the first half, man, uh, three touchdowns. Uh, people say it was a scheme and running the same play. They didn't stop it. So, I mean, he's already the Heisman Trophy winner, and he's already the highlight of the game, and they still didn't stop him. That goes to show how good you are. It's fair. I'm going with Nick Saban as well. I think he stays until he breaks John Wooden's record. Like, I think – that is what he's reaching to get, just just immortality for sure. But winning seven national championships in 18 seasons, y'all. The other active head coaches have only combined for six. Dude, that's domination, dude. 
and he's winning in living rooms. You get the nation's top recruiting class every year, develops them into national champions and future pros. It's a factory down there now, not only with his players, but his coaching staff. He's doing it the right way, man. And uh, I think it's scary, scary, scary for the rest of the sport. And I can't wait till he just wants to become a grandfather to his grandkids because they need him. They need him much more than those kids doing on Alabama's football team, for sure. The crazy thing that he can sell to the kids, too, is that you can have three top wide receivers at Alabama already, one sophomore and two juniors, and he will still go get the number one and number two wide receiver to come in, and they know they might not play a lot, but he's still a get them. Just like Najee. Najee's the number one player three years ago. Came there, set out. He, he was the best running back on that team when he was a freshman. Didn't play. Didn't play for real until his junior year. Mm-hmm. It's crazy, man. Uh, he also can go in and tell them, you come with me, you're going to win the national championship. That too. <laughs> on top of that, you're not only going pro, you can win a national championship. Most definitely. What about losers? Weezy, who you got? Who's your first loser? Uh, Ohio State. Justin Fields, man. I'm not saying he's not ready for the big lights. It just He just didn't show up that game. You know that eight players didn't play, right? I, you asked me what my loser was, Jay. You asked me what my loser was. I I, I just said the kid just didn't show up for the big game. I don't I don't know if he – I'm not saying he's not good. He just didn't show up at that game. What's your loser, lot? My first loser is Ohio State secondary. They had a chance to prove that they could be good and slow down Devontae Smith. Like Weezy mentioned why he was his winner, you know they're going to him. The last person I'm going to let get behind me, I don't care who's on the field, is Devontae Smith. You gave up 215 yards in the first half and three touchdowns. Imagine what he would have done if he would have played the whole game. Secondary got to get better Ohio State, man. So that's my loser. Yeah, man. Um, I got their two corners, Sean Wade and Seven Banks. And I love Seven Banks. Um, one of my favorite players in college football. But leading up to the game, Sean Wade came out and said, you already know who I want to go up against. At the end of the day, I'm ready for that challenge. And then you got that challenge. And he tore your ass for 200 and a half. You can't do that. And on top of that, you know you're missing two players from your secondary, two players from your defensive line, four players on your offense. Come on, man. For how the hell do you compete and you're missing six starters? Maybe Clemson minus some uh, some of those guys, but some of those guys that played against Clemson didn't play because they got COVID in between that seven day break. Like like my fellow guys at um the On Deck TV podcast, one of them he knows who he is. That's that next man up you always talking about. That's what happened when next man up comes up. <laughs> blind leading the blind. Another loser, Weezy. Who you got? You got Love. Justin Fields, uh, cleats. What you got? You're Justin Fields. Hey, you don't like the black quarterback. What else you got? Well, y'all be shaming yourself, man. I'm going to go with Ron. I mean, uh, Jason Day. Um, after Devontae Smith tortured you for three touchdowns, you got you to gotta change the game plan. You got to change. You got to double team him. You got to change it. Because if he wouldn't have got hurt, he would have probably scored six touchdowns in that game. You got to change the game plan. Scratch it. Put two over. You let somebody else beat you. Period. My other uh, loser was Ohio State's offensive line. They could not keep Justin Fields upright. Didn't give him any time to do anything. After dominating teams, allowing the run game to explode the previous three games, they were exposed against that Alabama front. Ohio State had a total of 341 yards. 
147 on the ground and 157 in the air. And Justin Fields had 65 of those yards on the ground. So that's not good. You only get up, only give 157 yards in the air. The offensive line got to hold up better than that if you want to have a chance to win games. I said this game was going to come down to the trenches, and it did, and Alabama won it. Yeah, now for sure. Um, I got Justin Fields supporting Cavs, man. You lose Trey Sermon on his first play. You're down two players on your offensive line, like I mentioned, defensive line, corners, whatever. They're recruiting that receiver at a high level. The future at the position is bright, but Monday night they didn't help Justin Fields. Every wide receiver that they recruited was there, and they didn't help out, man. So you only get a chance like this once in a lifetime, man. You got to take advantage of it, and his wide receivers didn't. But future is bright for those guys for sure. All right, let's move to the NBA with this whirlwind of news that we've been hearing for the past few weeks. James Harden this, James Harden that, all the bad publicity he's been getting, everything he's been saying. Well, the saga is finally over. He's heading to Brooklyn, joining his old teammate Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving to give the Knicks a potent trio of some of the NBA highest scores. So my question to you guys is, will this trio work in Brooklyn? No. Um, James Harden asked for Dwight, didn't work out, forced to trade. James Harden asked for CP, didn't work out, forced to trade. Asked for Melo, didn't work out, forced to trade. Asked for Westbrook, didn't work out, forced to trade. He never showed up in the playoffs in any of those seasons ever, but he's blaming everybody else prior to and before that. Neither Harden nor Kyrie have consistently showed their willingness to buy into a team concept. They mostly look for their own and occasionally they defer to others, both play defense sporadically. James Harden, Kyrie Irving might help the Nets win a lot of games. That can definitely happen, score a lot of points. But their pairing will disrupt the team's culture and championship hopes, 100%. Both players have proven that they can do wonders with a basketball by themselves, but I don't have enough evidence to the fact that they can avoid spending their energy fighting over the basketball. Like Coach Sposher came out and said, anybody can sacrifice it or anything in life until they actually have to do so. And I don't think this will work. I don't think they'll make it past the second round. Yeah, with, with everything he just said, they all got to have the ball in their hands. So it's, it's going to take some seriously, somebody take some serious back seats to, for this to work. And I just... I don't know who do, you know, Kyrie, he liable to get mad and go sit in the stands while they playing. And James Harden, you know, you know, he long as he get to go out and shake it after the game, he might be all right. And Kevin Durant, he, I think he wants to win. So we, know, we don't know. I feel who, who I really feel bad for in this whole situation is Kevin Durant. Yeah, Weezy, man. Uh, Kevin Durant thought he was going to Brooklyn to have his own team, to say he started something from the bottom and he was here. But now – if they do win a championship, they're going to say, well, you had all that help. You had James Harden and Kyrie. I don't think they will win that championship. I think Brooklyn gave up entirely too much for that. Brooklyn was playing good, and they had just started playing together because this is the first time they've been on the court. I don't give up those young pieces that I give up, like Jared Allen and, and Levert. I just don't do that. I think that is what you need to go along with the KD and the Kyrie. You need those role players to keep the team going. Now, they're going to be out there arguing about who's going to take the last shot, who's the offense going to run through. 
and it's going to be a, a clusterfuck, as you like to say. So I don't think it's a good thing. Biggest soap opera since days of our lives. Sure, it's just going to be trash. Before we get started with halftime, let's talk another new hire, man. Urban Meyer. Jacksonville Jaguars have hired my favorite coach of all time. Urban Meyer is their new head coach, turning one of the more successful college coaches in NCAA history to help spur and turn around one of the worst NFL franchises in recent memory. He'll be the sixth head coach hired in Jaguars history, replacing Doug Marone, who uh, Khan fired January the 4th after the Jaguars finished their worst season in franchise history at 1-15. Can Urban Meyer change the trajectory of the Jags, Weezy? I mean, if you look at his past work in college football, that's what he did. That's what he did. He came in, he changed the program. It's going to be learning curves for him. This is something new to him. But what I do know is he don't like losing. And once he starts losing, he can't handle it. So, And I know that he's going to lose in the NFL. He's going to, he's going to have to take some lumps. And if he can manage some, somehow, some way to take the lumps in the NFL, he'll be fine. But if not, he'll get, say, some over the health and he'll, he'll be out of there. I don't like this hire. We don't see a lot of success with college coaches going to the NFL. The only one I can think of is Pete Carroll. He did it. He left USC, went to Seattle, won a Super Bowl, should have won two Super Bowls. Urban Meyer is a great recruiter. He's a great college player developer. And how do you do that? By recruiting, which means you can go get who you want to get to fit your system. You're going to have those players for years. They give you a little time. The NFL is not going to be like that. You're going to take who you get in the draft, and he has a great system for college. That spread system is not going to work in the NFL. Yeah, you might have some successful games, have some successful times, but it's not going to work for the long run. So I think what's going to happen with Irma is going to happen the same thing with Nick Saban. He's going to be there a couple of years, and then he's going to get out of the NFL, might go back to college coaching, might not. But I don't see him lasting in the NFL long. I think it'll be damn near impossible for him to mess up this job especially the way that he knows how to get the best out of players. He has four picks in the top 45, tons of cap room. Trevor Lawrence or Justin Fields is on the way. You have a budding running back with Robinson. Got some good wide receivers with LaVisca Chenault and a bunch of other players, DJ Chart. But don't be surprised if Urban Meyer picks Justin Fields with the number one pick. surprise because he needs a quarterback he needs a quarterback to run his offense his offense is motion I don't know if Trevor can run it like Justin could I'll be a hundred percent surprised really don't be surprised I I won't don't be surprised the reason that Justin Fields went to Ohio State is because of Urban Meyer don't be surprised all I'm saying most definitely. I can see him trading down and getting Justin Fields for sure. You guys ready to get started with halftime? Let's do it. Let's get it. We're at the midway point. Enjoy all of the halftime festivities. Halftime, in case you missed it, the NFL is back and they've released their top selling jerseys of 2020-2021. Kansas City Chiefs quarterback Patrick Mahomes finished with the top selling jersey of 2020 regular season on Fanatic Network's website which includes the NFL shop. Mahomes edged out Tom Brady for the number one spot. Here's a look at the top five. Patrick Mahomes at one, Tom Brady at two, Tua Tagovailoa at three, 
Number four, Lamar Jackson. Number five, Russell Wilson. Out of these five, who's dropping out of the top five in 2021, Weezy? We'll talk about lower. What you got, Lot? I think it'll be uh, Tom Brady. They bought all the jerseys now, so they won't need to buy it again unless they win the Super Bowl. They win the Super Bowl, yeah. he will not drop out. Yeah, for sure. I, out of that top five, probably Lamar Jackson. I think we, I think fans have seen the best of Lamar Jackson. Um, with Tua, you know, he could be traded. You know, and go into a situation where he goes to Houston. Who knows? Uh, it just depends on what happened. But people love Tua. People love. You know, he played for Alabama, so that's going to get you some sales right there. He's a good kid, man. Coming off a big injury, he'll be all right. Jay, why do you keep bringing up an injury? He plays eight games this year, nine, ten games. It's a big injury, dog. That's not That wasn't a small injury that he had. He didn't break an arm. His fucking hip got dislocated from his fucking body, dog. He literally said on draft day, he's like, I can't make the throws that I used to make right now. Jay, I guarantee you they didn't play that kid until he was completely healthy. I, I promise you that. Oh, completely healthy don't mean that you're 100% back to yourself, though. KD right now said he's like 85% of himself. They benched him on some games because he wasn't, he was still a little hurt. He still, I don't he think still, that he can plant he on his hip and make the throws that he used to make it. I don't think his hip is 100% healthy right now. I think he's farther along than what you think he is. Heard you. Heard you. We'll see. We'll see for sure. You guys ready to get started? Second half. Let's go. Let's get it. The second half is underway. Full sport press. Second half, episode 351. Who wore it best? NFL edition part one. Before we get started, I am Jay Ho. It's your man, Coach Lop. It's your boy Weezy. What it do? Weezy, we can get attached, man, to an NFL player in his number. Most definitely. Uh, bonds form with players in those digits on the front and back of their jersey. Since 1920, over 20,000 football players have worn an NFL uniform number. The greatest players have worn the most iconic numbers. What we're here to do today is to go through some of those iconic numbers and crown a number champion. This is part one. We'll finish part two next week. Everything we do here at FSP, it's got to have a criteria. It's the only way we're going to maneuver with things. The criteria for this includes, one, individual awards, two, team success, and last but not least, cultural impact. That's right. That's right. So on today's podcast, we would choose the two finalists and throughout the week, the followers on the Instagram page, Full Sport Press on IG, followers, come through, like some pics, uh, comment on some stories. They're all there. We'll choose the winner for each jersey number by using the criteria mentioned from Coach Lott. Without further ado, let's get it started, man. Starting with jersey number seven in the NFL. The nominees are John Elway, Michael Vick, and Ben Roethlisberger. Mm, mm, mm. Who do you have going out first? Who's gone? Big Ben is gone. Rapist, gone. Coach Locke, who you got gone? Ben. Pack his ass up. I agree with that. Same. All right. Out of those two, who you got winning, Weezy? <laughs> um, I got John Elway winning that one. John, <laughs> yeah. <I> <laughs> he didn't want to say that, did he, Coach? He did, he did not want to say that. He did not. <laughs> Vic had cult, the cultural impact, Vic all day. 
iconic Super Bowl winner. Two of them. And, and one of them, I see myself, he brought them back. One Super Bowl. I, that's, that, that's why I went with John Elway. As much as I wanted to give it to Vic, on the criteria, which the, we need the listeners and IG followers to pay attention to the criteria. Based off the criteria, man, John Elway wins this by one. Like Weezy mentioned, Vic is hands down coach impact. It ain't even close. But when you start talking about team success and individual awards, Elway won MVP. Vic did never get an MVP. And it's because he was cut short. Because of the dog fight thing, it killed his career right in the prime of it. And he was not able to get those accolades to match up with John Elway. This man won Super Bowl MVP, first team all pro, two times second team all pro, NFL passing yards leader. So based on the criteria, I got to go with John Elway. Heard you, heard you. I'm going with Michael Vick, dog. What? Too quickly people are, to, are ready to dethrone Michael Vick with the first sign of another dominant quarterback. Uh, I'm here to tell you that Mike Vick is still the best running quarterback ever. And it won't be in the next decade. Lamar Jackson won't surpass him. Lamar only has two full seasons under his belt, man. They already ready to get him out of that now, coach. Coach, if Lamar, if Lamar would have lost that game against Tennessee, they would have drafted a quarterback. Yeah. Trust and believe that. So you compare Mike Vick's full body of work to Lamar Jackson's, not even close, but that ain't the thing we're talking about. Yeah. If Vic had Andy Reid his entire career, he would look like Pat Mahomes. I guarantee you. Hey. I'm telling you, man, even with the defunct, but even with the dysfunction following him for most of his career, Mike Vick was an animal. He could make every throw. He was a great quarterback. I got to go with Vic with this, man, just on the strength of what he did for the culture and on top of that, what he could have been. Oh, but come on now. No, he can't go off what he could have been. Now we got to yeah. stick to the criteria. Okay. Yeah. Who who had the who, – who wins individual awards? Um, individual – oh, yeah, Elway. Who wins team success? Elway, he won championships. So how can you go with Vic? What he did with those two awards in that short time, bro, I get he got it. some MVP votes. But he didn't get MVP. Give me Vic. <laughs> Give me Vic. Now, I bet Vic gets some votes. Oh, he, listen, he going to get some votes. Yeah, some, somebody votes. Gonna, and somebody I was one of them. I'm going to be somebody one of them. I'm not going to even look at the criteria. They just I'm going to be one of them. Oh, we know you are. We know. Give me Vic. We know. Give me Vic. We know. Give me Vic. Let's move on to the number eight jersey. For sure, man. Our nominees are Troy Aikman, Steve Young, Lamar Jackson. Who wore better? Who's like coming out first? Pause. Who's coming out first on this one? Probably Lamar Jackson. Yeah, pack Lamar ass up. Because he's just, he's just too young. He's too, too young. young. Too young. For sure. Almost Who you got winning and why, Weezy? I almost walked out of here on you, Weezy. I got Troy Eggman winning this. Troy Eggman got three. How many Super Bowls Troy Eggman got? And what, what was the impact that Troy Eggman had in Dallas in the 90s? Nothing. His, it was yeah, it, Emmitt Smith. Nah, he had Emmitt Smith. He had the best O-line ever. He got three people that went to the Hall of Fame on his O-line. Hello. Troy Eggman was everywhere in the 90s. No. 
because he was a bet he was a quarterback on the best team. That don't make him better. Cultural impact that no, in no. that time frame. No, no. He had no cultural impact now. He had no cultural impact. He'll not. He yeah. like black women. In yeah. that time frame, you I mean the rivalry was the rivalry was 49ers and Dallas. Yeah. But Dallas came out on top. Bro, no. When Steve Young retired, he was top three in four to five major QB categories. He dominated in his prime. Had it not been for those 10 goddamn concussions that he had, he would have played long. And you, you do know he had three Super Bowls, right? Super Bowl MVP, man. Troy Eman, they would never win Super Bowl MVP. No. Be, we, be, we did the Chargers 55-10. Steve Young moved out of Joe Montana's shadow. Which I didn't think he was going to be able to do. Yeah, and he did it at a high level. Let's go, man. Pack it up. Ain't even Pack close. Up. Let's go. Let's move on to jersey number nine. We The nominees are Steve McNair, Drew Brees, and we will go with Matt Stafford. Who hmm. wore it best, Weezy? We're going to get rid of somebody first, right? We got to get rid of somebody first. We got to get rid of Matt Stafford. Pack him up. Unfortunately. I like Matt Stafford. We Pack his Matt. ass up. Pack his ass up. Nice meeting you, Matt. Who wins? I'm not going against Steve McNair. Y'all can, <laughs> I, like you just said about Vic, I, I'm not picking against Steve McNair. I don't give a damn what Drew Brees got. Drew Brees got all the accolades you can name in the world. He holds record, whole percentage, holds passing records. He holds passing percentage records. Yeah. Uh, Super Bowl, Katrina, I, I'm not going against Steve McNair. Hey, this is closer than what we know, though, because Drew Brees don't have MVP. No, Steve McNair has a he co-MVP. They cheated yeah, that That's year. MVP. That's MVP. Okay. It's close. It's, it's close. close. Who you got, coach? Man, I listen, I ain't a Titan fan, and I love Steve McNair. My yeah. dad, rest his soul, he loves Steve McNair. He he tried to get the Sunday ticket when it first started popping, when they traded Steve McNair to Baltimore so he could watch Steve McNair. But I got to go with Drew Brees, man, a criteria. Only thing, you know, Drew Brees doesn't get the culture impact outside of Louisiana. Because Louisiana, very, very, very much impactful. Super Bowl MVP, two-time offensive player of the year, man. And then his team success. Accolades, team success gives him that nod. But don't sleep on Steve McNair, Not going to do that. I ain't going to let you sleep on Steve McNair. Um, and that's why I'm picking his ass to win. Drew Brees don't believe in Black Lives Matter. Nah. That hurt him on that culture impact of success. Pack his ass up. Pack him up. Drew Brees is the most accurate quarterback ever seen besides Steve Young, though, and Aaron Rodgers. There ain't no question about that. They they showed him throwing at a at a damn dartboard, and this motherfucker was hitting the dartboard from about 40, 50 feet. Listen, his arms are noodle right now, but he just never played with the elite teams like Tom Brady had his entire career, and Drew Brees doesn't get enough credit. Super underrated, but give me Mac 9, dog. Yeah. McNair. Yeah, Mac Nair was in the hospital bed on Friday and played on Sunday. Yeah, nah, give me Mac Nair. Give me Mac Nair. Let's yeah. move on to number 11. Yeah. yeah. Jersey. Number 11. Jersey number 11. Yeah, we have Larry Fitzgerald, Julio Jones, and Locke with the right end of Sebastian Janikowski. <laughs> Who wore it best? Let's eliminate somebody, Weezy. Who we going with? We're going with the uh, big leg of Jan- Sebastian Janikowski. He got to go. Sure. Who you got winning, Weezy? Who y'all got winning first? Where y'all gonna miss? I got Julio. Give me Julio. Impact. We know Julio got the impact. You don't hear nobody come out saying they want to be like Larry Fitzgerald. Everybody want to be like Julio. Seven-time Pro Bowl. His accolades are uh, they better than Larry Fitzgerald. I don't think Fitzgerald has over him is the years. He played longer. 
He got a record for averaging the most yards per game at 96. That's NFL record still. He don't catch touchdowns, though, Coach. Man, he can't help it. His quarterback don't throw him the ball in the damn in the damn red zone. Larry Fitzgerald's still playing right now, Coach. You know that, huh? Fitzgerald ranked second in the league with receptions, dog. All time. 11 Pro Bowl appearances. Two-time single-season catch leaders, dog. Listen, man. Give me fits. Right now. We talking about right now. We not talking about five years from now. We talking about right now. Julio ain't got about three, four more years left, coach. Criteria. Who got who got the better accolades? Fitz. No, it is not. He how many times Fitz been Pro Bowl? All first eleven. First first team? Not Pro Bowl. He's been eleven Pro Bowlers. Okay. How many first team all pros has he been? One. Julio. Three. But he got 11 Pro Bowls, Coach. Julio got seven, and Fitzgerald has how many years? He was in the league six years before Julio. Julio only playing four more years, Coach. Julio got, does Julio have a 2,000-yard season in receptions? I mean, in yards. Uh, he led the league in receiving yards twice. Did and, and Fitz led the league in catches twice. So this is close. You can't go wrong with either way. Give me Fitz. That's a tough one. He the best possession receiver of his generation, dude. There we go. Hey, that's what that's what the show about. And then we're gonna break that tie on the IG page. Let's move on to jersey number 12. The nominees are Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, and Andrew Luck. Who wore it better, Weezy? We gotta get rid of somebody first, though. You're gonna get rid of your boy, Andrew Luck. That was your guy. Damn, you I pack go. him up. I ain't never like Andrew Luck. I went with RG <laughs> on that one. Oh, I got Tom Brady. I mean, coach, you got Tom Brady, coach. Yeah, it's, it's kind of hard to go against the Golden Boy. Then listen, okay. this is close. Don't, don't, don't get me wrong. This Those is close. What separates it is not Aaron Rodgers' fault. He didn't have as much help. He didn't have the coaching that Tom Brady have. So those six Super Bowl rings, that's what gives him that edge. Because Tom Brady still got three MVPs. Let's just <laughs> let's just be real about it. Three of them things. Three, and you're going to get one, but hey. Okay, and I got Tom Brady winning this too, but what if Rodgers goes on a Brady run for the next five to six years? Can he surpass TB12? He has to. That's the only way he'll do it. He has to to win one more MVP, which he probably win this one, so I'm not counting this one. He had to win one more of those, and he had to win at least three more Super Bowls. He has to. Let me go. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see what the listeners think. Let's move on to jersey number 13. We have Dan Marino, Odell Beckham Jr., Kurt Warner, Kangar Mike. I don't know how Kangar Mike snuck on there. Yeah, Weezy. too young. Too, too, Weezy, too, Weezy, who wore it better? Let's get rid of somebody first, though. Gotta get rid of Mike. Can't go Mike's Mike. gone. Yeah. Let's get rid of somebody else, too. You got one more to get rid of. Who else we getting rid of? You damn right. <laughs> you damn right. He gotta go. Gotta go. Back his ass up. Damn Back his right. ass up. Yeah. Put him on up. Mike Thomas really got. A, really, Mike should have been out second, and Odell should have been first. My boy, I reach back like one three. Now you gotta reach back like one three. Who you got winning? Cause you, your boy's out of there. Or did you have? Did you have Odell winning this? <laughs> nah, I should have. I should have like you did for the culture. Had Odell winning, but <laughs> okay, yeah, for sure. Who you got? This is close though. Her one was a dog. Yeah, Carwanas was a dog. Carwanas was a dog, but Dan Marino was a dog. I got Dan. Who you got, Coach? I got Kurt Warner. Sticking to the criteria, give me Kurt Warner, man. This man got yeah. Super Bowl MVP. 
Two-time MVP. Dan Marino ain't got none of those. Two-time MVP, won a Super Bowl, two-time first-team All-Pro, two-times NFL passing touchdown leaders, completion percentage leader three times. Kurt Warner, man, he's part of the greatest show on turf, man. Talking about cultural impact? The greatest show on turf. Everybody was trying to watch the Rams play to see how many points they were going to put up. I'm going with Kurt, man. Kurt went one and two and three Super Bowl stars, dog. But did you know that he threw a touchdown to tie a game or take the lead in the final three minutes of all three of those games? A super underdog story. Bagging groceries to win the Super Bowls. Give me Kurt. That's a stat. Yeah. Kurt, Kurt, Kurt yeah. Warner deserves it. But go back to what you said, Jay, about your accuracy and stuff. Don't don't play Dan Marino, man. Dan Marino <laughs> throw the hell out of the ball. He, he he, Dan Marino throw the hell out of the football, This is the thing, he, though. He had a spark when he started. Went to the Super Bowl his rookie year. Never went back, bro. It's hard to get back there. You're damn right, but he didn't. He Dan Marino didn't. didn't have a lot of weapons. He didn't. He didn't. That hurt him. That hurt yeah. him. We'll see. Yeah, it hurt him. Let's move on to jersey number 20. We have Barry Sanders, Ed Reed, and Brian Dawkins. Who wore it better, Weezy? But we got to get rid of somebody first. Who are we getting rid of? You got to get rid of Brian Dawkins. Got to. Right, that. that's unanimous. Dog too. Right, that was a dog. dog. All oh. Hall of Famers right here, too. Tough. Who you picking, Weezy? This should have been offense and defense. This is this is messed up, man. This is messed up. This is where it get tricky. Yeah. You can't go against Barry Sanders. Oh. He, he he played with nobody. It will make your ass miss. And Ed Reed ends up that ball going to the house. I seen him do and he it. He holding it up too. He yeah, he going to the house every time. Yeah, for sure. Who you going with? I'm going Barry Sanders. Going Barry. What about you, Coach? I'm not gonna lie, man. I've been going back and forth about this one since I've been doing my research. It's tough, man. And I told myself, I'm not going to pick until I get live because Barry Sanders, man, he got an MVP. Can't argue with that. With no help. MVP. Six-time first-team All-Pro. But then you go down to Ed Reed. Defensive player of the year in the secondary? You know how hard it is to get defensive player of the year as a secondary player? Five-time first-team All-Pro, three-time second-team. That's dominance, man. But the one thing that's going to set him apart is cultural impact. Barry Sanders had his own shoe. He had his own shoe. And when I say the boy had his own shoe, I mean the boy had his own shoe. Man, listen, you want to talk about cultural impact? Every boy, best DB, boy. What? Y'all remember that? Yeah. Okay. Ed Reed made the safety position a glamour position again. 2004, his first safety to win the award for defensive player of the year in 20 years. They're good players, but they're also players that are game changers, changes the position. Both of those guys did it. I don't think Barry Sanders played long enough to surpass Ed Reed. Give me Ed Reed, man. This one was yeah. tough, man. That, That's this, tough, this man. That's one that's yeah. tough. Uh, like Ed Reed, he like uh, if everything Locke just said, defense player of the year, he wasn't even starting at defense. Nah. Ray Lewis was a star. Yeah, but but Ed Reed was the best player. Tom Brady said, I made sure at every time I was at the fucking on the field, I saw where number 20 was. Had to find 20. Yeah. He was different. Sure. Let's move on to Jersey number 21. 
<laughs> 21 reasons. We got Deion Sanders, LaDainian Tomlinson, and Patrick Peterson. Who wore it best, Weezy? We got to get rid of somebody first, though. Got to go with Pat Pete. Damn Pat right Pete you do. Go. Pat Pete got to go. Pat Pete got a bad draw. Got a bad draw. Yeah, Pete called, but Pat Pete wear 21 because of 21. Bro. So When you said something, you said what you see. That's the reason he wear 21. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Who winning this, Weezy? Who you got? Prime time, man. You look good. You play good. And if you play good, what they do, Weezy? They pay good. Damn right they do. And if they pay good, what happen? I don't know that part. Damn, you pay good to fam good. And if the fam good, you can <laughs> die good, man. Come on, man. Shout out to Prime. But you can't go against Prime time, man. Who you got, Coach? Can't go. Got to go with Prime, man. You got to. But it's close. LaDane Thompson, don't sleep hey, on the LT now. The second LT. Don't you do that. You know, he nah. got to flip the damn ball in the end zone everybody was doing. But then Dion high-stepping, man. He made it look good. Dion said they're going to have to pull up the Brinks truck. Defensive player of the year at corner. We just talked about how that is with Air Reed doing the save. This man did it at corner. You know how tough that is? Primal cold. He hit a home run and scored a touchdown in the same week. He's playing football. He ain't wear 21 in football. Right. I mean, in baseball. I'm just telling you what he did for the culture. Yeah. The boy I'm telling you what he did for the culture. Deion Sanders is my favorite football player of all time. LT is the best pure running back that I've ever seen. Whoa. I ain't bullshit. I think he's the best back of his generation. What? They made the playoffs five of his nine seasons with San Diego. He retired number five all time. On a single season touchdown record, 31. Only Marshall Falk got more, has more catches than him. The only blemish on his record, though, if you can call it that, he never played for a Super Bowl. They finished five and five. And that, you know what? The damn Phillip Rivers. Hey, Amen. My, my boy Dion swayed the Super Bowl all by himself. He won us one and then betrayed us. Yeah, he got out on it. And then went one and one. I really want to pick LT, man. No, you don't. But I love Dion. Can't do it, man. The criteria won't let you do it. The criteria won't let you do it. God. That's man. prime time. Yeah, my dog. Let's move on to Jersey number 24. We have Darrell Revis, Ty Law, and Champ Bailey. Who wore it best, Weezy, and why? But first, let's get rid of somebody. We'll, we'll get rid of Ty Law. Ty Law was cold, though. Ty Law was cold. Tyler was cold. Tyler was cold. Tyler was cold. Don't you ever sleep on Tyler? Not. Who won? Darrell Reeves lockdown, man. Physical lockdown. And with yeah, Darrell Reeves. Sham Bailey ain't no slouch though. Sham Bailey got a bad draw. That's all. That's all. That is it. Because and and, I know I'm not gonna call out the stats in a minute, but if you look at it, Sham Bailey did it longer. He did it longer. He did. You damn right he did. We could have put C. Wood right here. Woo. We could have put Charles Woodson right here. Hey, hey, that's and who, then everybody in trouble. That's who should be on here instead of Ty Law. Got to go with Revis, though. It don't matter who right there. We, here's the thing. Revis the second best cornerback all the time. Hey, man. He started the island situation. To this day, if a corner is cold, what do you say? You can leave him on a what? Island. Uh, and what was the name of the island? It was Revis, Revis Island. Guess what else Revis did? Revis had a shoe. Yeah, shoe. Come on now. 
But but see, Wood wore twenty one for a lot of seasons too, though. Yeah, so yeah. that's why. Yeah. That's why we had to go with Ty Law. But mm-hmm. listen, man, that two thousand nine season Reeves had, they didn't throw on his side for three games, dog. That's nuts. They didn't even throw to him for three games, dude. Nobody had over 60 yards for him. You know who had the highest? Lewis Murphy, Florida Gator. Oakland Raiders had four catches for 58 yards. That was the best for an entire season, dog. Let's move on to jersey number 28. We have Marshall Falk, Daryl Green, and Adrian Peterson. Who wore best, Weezy? But first, let's get rid of somebody. I'm going to get rid of Daryl Green. You're damn lying. No, you're not. You're not going to get rid of You just wait a damn minute now. Now, if I'm I get voted out, I ain't nothing I can do. But that's what we doing? I'm getting rid of Daryl Green. He lived before my time. I'm getting rid of Daryl Green. I remember Marshall Falk. You don't remember Daryl Green at all, do you? Who are you getting rid of, Coach? I'm not getting rid of Daryl Green. That's for damn sure. I Adrian, I hate to get rid of AP. I do. AP got to go. But the injuries hurt him. AP got to go. He slowed Darryl him. Green was cold. Yes. Yes. Darryl Green was Revis before Revis. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Now, now, y'all know, y'all know AP got hurt and came back early and led the league in rushing, right? He did. I remember that. I do. AP was cold. I do. AP was cold. Did he? Nah, but Darryl Green, no. Darryl Green, first ballot Hall of Famer. You hear me? So he did it early when it wasn't for the culture. He started right. it. The Marshall Falk got no votes. Hell no, because Marshall Falk win this thing. What the I hell is you he talking gotta, about? He got no votes to do what? Marshall Falk is the greatest dual threat running back of all time. He had he five won. straight seasons with 80 plus receptions at a wide receiver, at a at a running back position, dog. At the running back. The mm-hmm. reason that we see C Mac, the reason that we see Alvin Kamara is because of Marshall Falk, dog. Mm-hmm. That's why they had that greatest show on turf. Because nobody knew what to do with a running back that could catch the ball like that. And when you got Isaac Bruce. Hold on. Oh, hold on. Hold on, coach. You think Adrian Peterson better than Marshall Falk? No, I don't think he's better. No, I don't think he's better. I, I thought, I, I, no, I don't think he's better. I just, I like Marshall Falk. I like AP too. <laughs> He wanted to go. He wanted to go with AP. He wanted to go with. I AP. also think Chris Chris Johnson should have been on this list too. Yeah, damn lie. Yeah, damn lie. Is he better right. than AP? Chris Johnson. Is he better than AP? Well, let nah. that Titan sway you now. Man, come on, man. Yeah. Crazy. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Last one, number thirty-one. Number thirty-one. Who who wore best? Number three, Cam Chancellor. Number two, she's Jamal Lewis. Number one, Priest Holmes. Somebody got to go. Who we gone with? Cam, Cam, Cam got to go. You're a damn lie. No, 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 no. No, I ain't letting it happen. Nope. Crazy. Matter of fact, I got Cam winning this whole damn thing. You hear me? I got Cam winning this whole damn thing. You stupid. <laughs> you can't do it. <laughs> you stupid. Earl get all the credit and safety. But Cam Chancellor was the best secondary person on that Legion of Boom. What? Four, five, four, six speed. Another linebacker. He was killing people out there, dog. 
He was absolutely killing people. He's the most underrated strong safety in NFL history. Covered tight ends, wide receivers, slots, running backs. He was nah. Cam. He let, but he had a lot back there with him. Cam Sherman. And he had Earl over there too. Man, they, they hype Earl up. What? You know Jamal Cam was the killer. You know Jamal Lewis for 2,000 yards, right? So did CJ2K. Hello? Jamal Lewis was a violent runner, Jay. Man, that shit was short-lived, dog. Now that that hurt him. It wasn't long, but he did lead the, the league in rushing touchdowns twice, too. And Priest wasn't, and Priest shit was short too. But you pack know. Priest up. Priest gotta go. <laughs> Let's put Priest out. And it's Jamal Lewis and Cam Chance. Jamal Lewis got my vote. Give me Jamal Lewis. Bam, bam, Cam. <laughs> And he used to kill people on man, he crazy. Listen, listen, he was he was taking heads off now. He was. That midnight oil got y'all tripping. Oh shit. Do it. Oh shit. He ain't learned from Jamal Lewis and Nate Newton. <laughs> Jamal Lewis. Jamal Lewis is a monster. Dude. He was he wasn't saying that in a good point. You know I know what he was. I know that's what he was talking about. Come on. But still. Come on, man. Allegedly, man. Allegedly. 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 Damn right. Hey man, let us know, man. Let us know. We have the two finalists for each number throughout the week on IG. Choose your winner of who wore it best for each jersey number. And we'll come through with part two next week. Please, please, listeners, please look at the criteria. Look at the criteria. Don't just pick because you see the picture and that's your man. Look at the criteria. I ain't gonna lie. Big gonna win that. Hell yeah, he gonna win. I already know. They ain't look at the criteria though, but he gonna win. He's gonna win that seven coach. He's gonna win for sure. <laughs> ain't even close. Rogers gonna get some votes on that twelve too. Yeah, but it, it's them baby votes. <laughs> them baby votes. He tired. Look at him. <laughs> <laughs> he tired. When last time you been up at eleven thirty? It's been a while. <laughs> Yes, sir. That's another one in the books, man. We appreciate you boys and girls pulling up. We burnt the midnight oil. Shout out to Jeff. He'll be back next week. We are, you know, burning the midnight oil. I'm tired. (laughs) (laughs) Is that that vaccine getting to me, bro? Is it that vaccine? Maybe. (laughs) You need to quit playing like that. You need to quit playing for real. I'm nervous for you. (laughs) You ain't nervous. I was about to curse. You ain't nervous. We good. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Hey, in about two weeks, I'm pulling up. You put what you put on the you're grill, not, with? Nah, you're not. I now yes is not coming over here. <laughs> yes, is not coming over here. Uh-uh. I ain't seen his ass in the, I, <laughs> I haven't seen his ass in over here. Yes, will not come over here. I promise you. <laughs> I want nothing to do with you over here. I promise. Now, lie, you can pull up, lie. I want his ass. No, no. He's gonna be standing house. that sideways. He's gonna be standing we, that we sideways. Go, we we have cooked down. He got he got to come through Zoom. He got we gonna Zoom. <laughs> he got to look through the window. Yeah, we gonna send him a link. We gonna send him a link to the cookout because he he can't come here. I can't pull up. No, hell no. I got Ayo. hey, mom's got you a mask, man. Hey, mom's man. got you a mask. They they saying the vaccine gonna have us out here like I am legend. <laughs> I'm gonna be the only. I'm gonna be the only nigga alive. <laughs> <laughs> 
Me and the dog. God no, damn. No, no, they saying, y'all gonna be the ones. <laughs> Are we? Yeah. Now, that yeah, ain't that, even funny. Yeah, done right tonight. I know it damn lately. <laughs> 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 damn lie. That ain't funny. Damn lie. I'm good. Oh, shit. I'm gonna be the zombie. Oh shit, man! Tweet us with questions, man. Throughout the week of full sport press, don't forget to comment, give us a thumbs up or a thumbs down on the YouTube page, on the iTunes page. Please write and subscribe, but more importantly, don't forget to tell a friend. To tell a friend. Tell a friend. Weezy. Everything paid for, baby. Coach. Get a drummer song. The revolution will be vaccinated and podcasted. We are out. With last week's games in the books, it's time to place wagers for the upcoming week of sports. There's no better way of being a part of the game like Action 24-7's app, the official sports booking site for the full sport press podcast. Get into the game right from your couch. It's pretty simple. Just download the Action 24-7 app, create your profile, and use code FSP100. That's code FSP100, only the Action 24-7 app. Eligibility restriction applied. See action247.com for more details. Remember, game responsibly for promotional use only. Everything paid for. Life moves pretty fast. If you don't stop and look around once in a while, you could miss it. Thank you for listening to the Full Sport Press Podcast. To catch up on prior episodes, visit the SoundCloud page. And don't forget to tell a friend to tell a friend. The revolution will be podcasted.